to see everyone here this morning. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're all getting ready for Christmas and got your shopping done. I suspect the malls won't get any less busy. But uh, I'm grateful you took some time to visit with me this morning as I give a post-session wrap-up. I am happy to share that the inaugural session of the 31st Alberta Legislature uh, has adjourned. The government passed nine bills that will help grow the economy, protect law-abiding Albertans, improve health care, and defend the province from federal interference. The fall legislative session started on October 30th, and we moved quickly to introduce two bills to safeguard the financial interests of Albertans and businesses. Bill 1, the Taxpayer Protection Amendment Act, further strengthens Alberta's position as the most taxpayer-friendly province in Alberta in Canada. Bill 2, the Alberta Pension Protection Act, protects the pensions and benefits of Albertans and locks in the promise that we have made that Alberta's government will not move forward with a, prevent, with a provincial uh, pension plan unless it's approved by Albertans in a referendum. Furthermore, through the unanimously passed Bill 3, the Opioid uh, Damages Cost Recovery Act, uh, Alberta's government has strengthened its case against those who have contributed to the creation and proliferation of the addiction crisis with opioids. Also in this sitting, Alberta's government tabled its first Alberta sovereignty within a United Canada Act motion, which urges the government to take strong, effective action over the coming months and years to counteract the harms and risks of the Alber- to Albertans posed by the unconstitutional federal clean energy regulation. We're continuing to stand for Albertans and deliver on our mandate that we made to, that we received from voters. Now I'd like to take the time, turn the time over to my press secretary to moderate questions from the media. All right, thank you everyone. We're now going to take questions from the media, starting with those who are here in person, then we'll move to the phones. Please state your name, outlet, and please keep it to one question, one follow-up. Um, I have lots of, that was a lot of backwards-looking questions, but mm-hmm. I have forwards-looking questions. Um, I guess let's start with the Alberta Sovereignty Act. So um, do you foresee there being further motions coming in the next session or potentially even sooner, like an emergency summoning of the legislature to discuss uh, Sovereignty Act motions pertaining, now that we've heard uh, about the, uh, the methane rules and uh, the emissions cap from the federal government? Yeah, the methane announcement was certainly disappointing. I think the bigger issue there is that the federal government continues to uh, move forward with things like this without consulting Alberta. So far as the Sovereignty Act motions are concerned, that has to go through a process, uh, through cabinet. Uh, so whether we use it or not, I, I wouldn't be in a position to speculate. But we do have the sovereignty within a United Canada Act, so that should we need to respond to federal infringement on provincial jurisdiction, we'll do just that. That's what Albertans elected us to do, uh, and we're going to continue fighting for Albertans' best interests. And that's what the premiers over in, uh, overseas doing right now, is making sure that we get Alberta's story out. Uh, and uh, so we are very disappointed that the federal government refuses to consult Alberta, to respect Alberta. I encourage them to do that, but in the meantime, we'll keep fighting for what's best for the province. And in the forthcoming session, could we expect any kind of legislative move as it pertains to... Uh, parental permission over use of pronouns, uh, children's pronouns and names in schools. This is something that the education minister said that your cabinet was discussing, so. Yeah, any legislation on that matter, I would probably defer over to the Minister of Education, but uh, we have seen other jurisdictions are having that conversation, and it's one that's happening across the country. So, uh, you know, I, I would defer to the minister on that for sure. Yeah. 
Uh, looking back to the session we just uh, finished, which bill do you think is most important? Well, it's like asking you what your favorite movie is. I mean, you guys start picking with genres, then you go from there. But uh, I think they're all great pieces of legislation. Um, each one has its own uh, important effect on, on the province of Alberta, defending our best interests, protecting Albertans where it matters most, in their pocketbooks, in their homes, on the streets. Um, uh, one bill that I feel very strongly about uh, on, on a personal level as the MLA for Carson Sixth is the Opioid Cost Recovery Act. Many of my constituents are stuck tragically in the cycle of addiction something that has uh, been proliferated by bad actors. And our government is taking real steps towards recovering costs incurred by the healthcare system and making sure those costs go back to helping those who are stuck in that tragic cycle get out of it and becoming, getting back to being contributing members of society. So uh, I feel very strongly about that, Bill. I'm very pleased, and, uh, and I applaud the Minister of Mental Health and Addiction, my good friend Dan Williams, uh, on his hard work with that. And uh, the UCP promised the creation of a new tax bracket. Um, should we expect the bill considering that before or on the day of next uh, budget 2024? Great question. Again, probably going to defer to the Minister of Finance on that. Um, usually in my pre, uh, pre-session press briefings, we go over the legislation that's coming forward. It'd be a bit premature to start speculating on those kinds of things. But again, if you go back to the Taxpayer Protection Act that we pr- passed, Bill 1, uh, we feel very strongly about uh, letting Albertans keep as much of their own money in their own pockets. Uh, they would be the best stewards of their own money. And, uh, and so as a, as a conservative government, that's really what we're mostly focused on. So, um, again, with specific legislation, I would defer to Minister Horner. But at a high level, our government is laser focused on helping Albertans uh, through this affordability crisis. All right. Any other questions in the room? And just a reminder, please state your name and outlet. All right. We're just going to... Uh, we're just going to move to the phones phones first. So, operator, can you please put through the first caller? Jasper Gregowski, Alberta Today. Hi, thanks for taking my question. So, obviously, in February, you have to come back for the budget. Is the intention to sort of hit the ground running in February and start up the session, or are you just coming back to the, the budget and then taking off for a bit? Thanks for, the ca- thanks for the question, Catherine. I wouldn't suspect we're going to deviate too far from precedence on going back to session in February. Uh, specific dates uh, as when we go back, I wouldn't be able to comment at this time. That would be a bit early for that. Um, and, of course, the budget needs to be tabled before the end of February. But uh, I, I wouldn't anticipate any major deviations from precedence on, on returning to session in, in the spring. And a follow-up? And, and as, yeah, as a follow-up, um, you, you mentioned the importance of, of these bills, and yet on ones like the Alberta Pension Protection Act, you, you brought in time allocation, like, for example, at third reading before debate had really even started. There was an opportunity to have those evening sittings to allow for several more hours of debate. I'm wondering... Um, if it is such an important bill, why not take more time to make sure that all the all the pieces were in place, that it was the best it could be? You know, I, I would argue that it is the best it can be. Uh, we heard multiple amendments from the NDP caucus that we didn't feel um, fit the spirit of the legislation, so we did not accept them. There was ample time to debate that bill, and I, I feel comfortable with the process that we uh, – in the way that we end the legislature. Time allocation is a democratic uh, 
procedural motion that has been used by legislatures around the world, including ours and by the NDP when they were in government. It's something that, if necessary, we'll continue to use if we... Um, but looking at the uh, the progress we're making on the bills and the open threats the NDP was making uh, re- with regards to uh, extending session, going into Christmas, uh, or even further, I wasn't prepared to play a game of chicken with the NDP. We have an agenda to fulfill, and that needs to be done in what I think is a timely manner. This is the people's business, and so uh, we use time allocation, which I felt was a fitting uh, uh, use of procedural motion to get us through these legislative pieces, get us through the session, and get these bills uh, to royal assent. All right, that concludes all the time that we have today. Thank you, everyone, for coming.